Welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show, guys. I am so excited for today's guest. Oh, guys, back in the day, I fangirled this person so much. I'm such a creep and I'm so pumped that now we get to be mates. I always knew we would be. I manifested the fuck out of that. So really, really excited to have the beautiful, the one and only Tracy Spencer joining us today. Hi, Trace. Welcome. Steph? Freaking gotten, sister. Like the two turbo Aries in the house about to drop some fire. <laughs> Tracy and I are like the same person reborn, but slightly different. Um, way too similar. It's it's actually freaky. And we're, it's so excited to have you on. Trace is a business coach as well. Uh, spiritual guidance counselor, kundalini yoga teacher, like author, speaker, all the things like super uber talented, absolutely incredible woman. And I'm going to kick off, Trace, with a standard question that I always ask. Who is Tracy Spencer and what does a day in your life look like? Well, firstly, I want to preface with this. I have like a pretty successful business and I still don't have my elevator pitch. <laughs> so hands up, you don't need that to build a freaking sweet business. But I will say, yeah, what a beautiful intro, Steph, and you know how much I bloody love you, mate. But yeah, right now, beyond just a business coach, I am a mama. I have a beautiful son who is about to turn one, who I can't believe. Um, I like to think of myself as a hilarious motherfucker, a firecracker, and a, a big mission of mine is activating lightworkers this lifetime. And what I mean by lightworkers is other humans that are on a mission that have this deep inner calling to use their creative or their intuitive gifts to help make an impact in the world, to help freaking make some change. You know, so that's a deep calling that has always been there for me and it's manifesting in many different ways, like you just listed. Mm -hmm. But a day in the life for me right now is feeling pretty good, like juggling between being a mama, being with my little boy, and also (laughs) being the Aries turbo me on a mission (laughs) and balancing them. So I don't have a morning routine right now other than playing with my baby boy and feeding him and getting him sorted. And we're at a really beautiful season in our life where my partner is now a full-time stay-at-home dad because my business is supporting us as a family, which is always the vision for us. So it's a real tag team situation. And Lukey's taken all to the beach and then sending me photos like boys at the beach. I'm getting jealous, but also like, you know, doing my thing. And it's just a really beautiful season now in. So days look very different right now, but creating, coaching, dropping fire and Insta, cracking myself up with my own jokes. That, that's kind of a day in the life for me. <laughs> <laughs> the truth. And also just like such an inspiration. Like I know that's not what you're setting out to be. I mean, maybe a little bit, but like for the most part, like I love the way, and I've said this to you before off air, but I love the way you mother. I love watching you in this motherhood season, obviously watching you pre-motherhood. Um, and and now I just love the way that it feels I don't know if it feels like it's to you it feels like effortless and what I mean by that is that like you haven't I think gone in with any like preconceived notions of what this was going to look like and you're just taking every day as it comes and you set the intention to set this business up in a way that could support you in this season which was so beautiful as somebody who's going to enter that season one day to be able to witness somebody else do it the way that you have has been yeah absolutely beautiful so thanks thanks darling I received that and we've talked about this before I let go of a lot of fears around becoming a mum would my business suffer would you know would I lose my creative passion would I lose my drive anything like that and it has just amplified it in all areas I'm making more money than I ever have working less being present with my baby boy and yeah that's that's always the vision that I held for us and I don't always nail it every day but like I'm so committed to creating my own expression of motherhood and business and how they work together like I'm so unhooked from anyone else's story and like what's the highest vision for my little family unit because that's that's where we're going to play in oh it is so gorgeous like so 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 gorgeous so obviously wildly successful entrepreneur now but I know for reals that it didn't start that way for a lot of reasons one and I really want to dive into this because I actually love this story about you so you were you're a farm girl back yeah. in the day which I love so much like, this explains a lot when I tell people they're like oh oh this is so why you talk how you talk <laughs> <laughs> and another reminder guys you could be anything you want ever you know no I'm kidding it's beautiful it's what I love about you I think it's why you're so grounded and so uh down to earth and so much fun to be around and so it's so easeful and effortless with you tell me a little bit about 
how you grew up and, and was entrepreneurship on the cards for you? So here's the really interesting thing is that I never really clicked until later on in life, but farming is like the OG entrepreneurship. They are the biggest risk takers. They're running their own business slash company slash fucking empire. They have to deeply trust themselves with decisions they make. There's sometimes like a lot of big money involved and and moving money and assets and stuff like that. So I didn't click until later because for a long time, I told myself a story of like, I don't know how to be an entrepreneur. Like, where do I learn this? But then I realized one day, fuck, I come from a lineage of entrepreneurs. It's just looks different, you know, and the courage that it takes to do something outside the norm, I guess. So that like working hard, I definitely got that from my dad, like farmers are fucking hard workers. And I love that about myself. I love that I know how to roll my sleeves up. I'm, I'm not afraid to work. I've learned over the years how to rest. And that's something that I'm still integrating. But I learned so much from that and so much from like trusting yourself and taking big risks. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, like if you're not willing to take risks, this isn't the industry for you. If you're not willing to fucking back yourself, this is not the job for you. Like soz, but it's not. Um, you can get some really good high-paid jobs, you know, <laughs> like yeah, with a truly. lot less stress and a lot less gruel yeah. than being in business. Like it's pretty grueling. Like even, yeah. even when you, I mean, you're going to have seasons and yep. there are going to be seasons where it's chilling and everything's going really well. And then universe is going to dish you up a little bit of extra sass. And you're going to be in another hustle season. And it's, but it's always going to have those moments of being like, whoa, this is hard, you know, whoa, not even hard, but just confronting, challenging, uh, maybe. You got to show up. You got to show up up and you got to show up when it's not convenient to show up because Mm. everyone's really good at showing up on, you know, I believe in abundance on payday and, you know, I can fucking love myself when I'm getting all my likes on social media. Yeah. That's not the work, sister. The Mm. work is when you're feeling in a bit of a dip. How can you? not label that. How can you not make that wrong? But what can you learn from that? Or what's the gold in that? Or what needs to shift in that? You know, that's actually the growth in there, right? Like the the friction is where we grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I learned so many skills from growing up. And that's like, what, I know one of the things we spoke about before we jumped on was like, you wanted to ask how I first made money as an yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah, that's my next question. What did you yeah. sell to make your very first so dollar? here's the thing. That classic like farming background, I reckon my first dollar as an entrepreneur, without labeling it as my business or entrepreneurship, was me selling bags of sheep shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the farm would be out there, like this is primary school, like shoveling sheep poo into a bag that people could put on their gardens and selling it for like five bucks. Runs deep, mate. This, this yeah. business brain runs you deep. You were born like, that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. at you. And like, it's so funny. And then later on when you become an entrepreneur, you're like, no, nah, no, nah, I wasn't entrepreneurial. And then you look back and all of a sudden when you realize there were so many clues along the way. But yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, she yeah. Five, that is pretty, that is pretty, uh, that's yeah, mate, the most unique one I've had so far. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, keeping it real. And I reckon we sold like chook eggs or something like that for like $3 a carton. I don't know. But yeah, always about that creativity. You know, all I love it. I love it. Trace, I love the way that um that you business. I love the way that you business coach. I love the way that you teach. I love the way that you show up. And one thing I want to dive deep into first thing, and actually it was the last question on my list, but it's going to be the first question because I really just want to get into the nitty-gritty of it today. Hmm. I want to talk about breaking down paradigms because I think that you are probably the most phenomenal person I have watched do this on a really regular basis. And I want to talk about how you do it, why you do it, because it's genius, first of all. And I really want to encourage other people to start taking this method effectively and having the balls, because it's pretty ballsy, to take these methods to really start hitting your audience in the face with messages that matter. Because I really Mm. think that part of the reason, and tell me if I'm wrong, I'd love to know your, your take on this, maybe even before we burn into paradigms, is the reason for your massive success I think comes down to the fact that you are so you and that you don't have any problems telling people your train of thought, your opinion, sharing your light work with people, even if it's going to trigger them. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that's the reason, I mean, other than hard work, all the things, yada, yada, but like, would you say that that's your, your main point of difference? Well, firstly, that's all really nice things to say once again, Steph. I feel like this is just a big love fest. But secondly, I think there's two things I want to talk to here. Firstly, I genuinely have my quote-unquote million-dollar strategy for my business. Like this is as deep as it gets. My million-dollar business strategy is to have a fuckload of fun doing what I came here to do. Mm. Like that's genuinely it. Like 
our authentic self is the most attractive thing. That's your marketing strategy right there. You know, of course, like that's the core of it. Of course, we layer it with these beautiful 3D things that are are required to elevate it. But at the core of it, if we can be in our unfiltered expression, like that, that's about deeply, not even just like honoring our uniqueness and our gifts, but that's actually fucking respecting our own genius Mm -hmm. and respecting what it is that we came here to do. Because like we talk about comparison and triggers and all this stuff all the time, but I think you can just get so distracted with all of these shiny things. But if you strip all that back, like if you can't be in your own embodiment of what you're here to do and fully trust yourself in that, it's going to be really hard. If you're Mm. taking on other people's formulas and other people's strategies and other people's everything and there's no like alignment there for you, it's not going to work. And I'm sure you see this all the time. And that's not to say don't go and learn tools and strategies. That's not to say that. But I feel like there's a lot of people trying to force a formula to work for them and wondering why nothing's fucking flowing and wondering why their creativity is like stifled and they're clunky and just like they're not having fun. They're literally not having fun. Yeah. We do see it all the time. And I think think what you're talking about here, and I know that what you're talking about here is really understanding who you are and what you've been put here to and what your gifts are. And then, yeah, get all the coaches. Like I have three coaches at any one time, Trust, I know you have coaches. I know that all of us business girls have coaches. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be parts of the things that they teach us that like I hear some of my business coaches say stuff and I'm like, there is no way that I'm doing that. <laughs> and it's just an instant heck no. You know, it's an instant no, we're not doing that. It's not happening. And it comes down to knowing truly what my values are, truly what we've been put here to do, truly the way that we do it. You know, I've I've been told a lot over the years and you will have been as well, a lot of push marketing. You should cold call. You should, you know, pick up the phone. You should vomit. vomit, You should send out a 15 bloody email welcome sequence. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things that, uh, Trace, I I know that you're going to be in the same marketing platform as me, but more into like pool marketing, you're drawn to work with me or you're not. And that's it. Like it's as simple yes. as that. And yeah. and that really comes down to m- me and and you. And what you're speaking about here is owning who you are, knowing what you've been put here to do, knowing the way that you show up, I guess what your values are, so that you can then be really clear about when someone gives you a piece of advice or a business coach gives you a piece of strategy, you can say, hey, is this for me or is this not for me? Is this like a heck yes for me? Or is this like, yeah. uh, maybe I'm not that sure. I need to think about it or play with it a little bit before I do it. Yeah. And knowing when it's like, it's not a heck yes because you're scared to grow into that versus it's not a heck yes because it's not in your integrity. You know, like they're very different energies and mm-hmm. I think that's important to acknowledge. Yes. So let's dive into paradigms. First of all, talk to us about what a paradigm is and talk to us about how you are breaking them down. Well, I think let's talk in the framework here of business and marketing because I think these, these will be really supportive of your community. And it's like a paradigm is an old way and an old system or an old structure, an old energy that isn't actually going to work in this new way that we're moving forward into. It's an old way of doing business. It's an old way of doing marketing that in our truest alignment right now, doesn't hold integrity, doesn't hold alignment and doesn't align with our values, which is what you spoke about a moment ago. So this old paradigm, we see this all the time. And this is why so many people are so fucking scared to be selling and showing up because we have all these stories about it means like this icky thing or like to get people to work with me, I need to throw vodka on their fucking wounds and make them feel shit about themselves so then they can, you know, I can take all their money and like just all this stuff that we have been conditioned to believe about selling, about business, about marketing versus if we're truly committed, especially as let's just say like heart-based business owners, women in business, feminine power, whatever you want to label as, if we're really committed to like birthing this new way and this new paradigm of business, we have to be committed to like changing those stories, changing those paradigms, changing those beliefs and creating a beautiful way of marketing, a beautiful way of selling, a beautiful way of showing up and doing our light work. Like that is like moment to moment things that we have to commit to changing, not just kind of get all shitty at it. And like, this is that old paradigm that I also see kind of coming to an end now, but playing out with this whole competition, right? Of like other coaches or other business owners need to almost like shit on the way other people do it Uh. to make them feel good enough or to make them feel like they're on some ego trip pedestal that everyone's going to hire them because, oh, I'm going to talk down to all of that versus the new paradigm there is no competition. Competition and comparison is a lack consciousness that is literally keeping you from moving forward in your business. And you have to be committed to literally unhooking from that story and just like turning the needle and moving forward of like, if I deeply know my value and my power, 
I can like own that and anyone else, any other woman in her power, I can respect hers as well without taking it away from mine, mm-hmm. without thinking it's a threat to mine, without feeling like she's going to steal my clients and I'll have none left because that's fucking little sister wound that plays out, mm-hmm. you know, in business mm-hmm. so much. So I think that kind of summarizes it, but it's just like if we're committed to changing the business game, like what does that look like? on all the back end, like you're so beautiful at this stuff, what you've created in your community, how you do business, how you move forward, like your integrity is like second to none. And like, I love how you said before, how you like your, your business coach didn't tell you to do things. I'm the worst fucking client ever. Cause my, my coach would be like, yeah, I'm like, nah, not doing it. Nah, not doing it. <laughs> but it's like honoring the steps that we can take to help us get into our highest potential and grow, but like taking them and then like, aligning ourselves with it versus like trying to change ourselves to fit that. It's like take the piece of the puzzle and then make it your own. Yes, yes, yes. And one thing you said just before, which I loved, and I'm going to just pull it apart, but it really stuck with me and it stood out so clear. I mean, that was so eloquently beautiful. But you mentioned about the fact that often when we see a paradigm that we don't like, or we don't agree with, we just want to almost just you know, avoid it or deflect it or to get angry at it or frustrated by it. And you almost choose not to do it because it, it feels gross. And I'm going to use the example here of sales because like mm-hmm. you said it and it was it was the perfect example here. You were like, the new way of selling is that it gets to be good and it gets to be fun and it gets to be enjoyable and it gets to be a beautiful process for you and for the client. It actually gets yeah. to be a gorgeous process. And I immediately heard the listener's ears or the listener's minds being like, oh, well, that's not true. <laughs> sales is icky sales is gross it's just not true but that paradigm of that belief system that choosing to believe that actually makes them not even want to sell anymore so then then you don't run a business because guess what you have to sell so like that's that's it like you have no choice now and so i love the fact like i love watching guys if you don't follow tracy you have to go and follow her it's tracy spencer on instagram I love watching your Instagram stories because, and honestly, half the time they trigger me. And I love that for me. And I love that for you. And I just think that I love seeing someone do it so different because there are so many business coaches. I mean, I know that you know, because you talk about this. (laughs) There are so many business coaches that are just replicas of other business coaches and they're not honoring their (laughs) true self. And they're just saying things like, you know, six to seven figures or blah, 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 or, you know, you've got to post five to seven days a week in order to have success or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. The, the things are that are just being replicated from coach to coach to coach to coach to coach down the line. And one thing I've always loved about you is your ability to just cut through and be like, no, 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 you actually get to do it your way, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's impressive. I love that about you. Yeah. And I think it's like so annoyingly simple. Because everyone's like, yeah, yeah, be myself, hashtag authenticity. But it's like, no, 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 no. Like, hold up. How are you bringing more of you to the table? Like, how are you committing to your creative mastery? Like, how you've seen it done? How can you throw the fucking rule book out and do it in a new way? And like, we need to see that. That's what is attractive. Like, that's what's new. That's what's fresh, right? And I want to just circle back uh, a moment there when you were talking about the whole selling thing and the resistance that comes up because I think there could be a shift in here for people. It's like... At all times, you get to choose your truth. If you want to keep choosing that selling is icky and weird and you've just decided this lifetime you're not good at it, fucking good luck to you. If you want to choose another truth, like choose something that aligns with you. So for me, I genuinely have this deep belief that selling is a ceremony. Selling is a sole contract between me and someone who my gifts are going to open doors for them. Selling is not a give and take equation. It's a win-win for all because we have this idea that if, if it's sell, it's like, I'm, I'm taking your money. Right? It's like, no, no, like I get to receive from you and finances is one way that that can be exchanged. But also you now get to receive my energy. You now get to receive my gift. You now get to receive my purpose and how that's going to activate you. It's a win-win for everyone in the equation. Mm-hmm. There's no takeaway, anything like that. So yes. for someone in business right now, if that's something you're really bumping up against resistance, like I think the first thing here is like, uh, you have to just decide that it's your job now to to dissolve that. Mm. And moving forward, like, again, how can it be beautiful? How can you make selling be a beautiful experience? Like if, if you hadn't seen it anywhere else, how would you want to do it? Mm. You know, I, what wants to come through there? Yes, 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 yes. And uh, we have a sales team as an example. So we have an entire sales team. There's four people in our sales team. And 
you know, we call them the sales team because that's effectively what they do. But on all of our sales team meetings, we've completely reframed the language because mm. no one likes the feeling of selling. And also that's not in alignment with our brand because that's not what we do. And so we've changed the language for those of you. And it might be just a simple language change. Every single time someone signs up to our program, we celebrate another life changed. We celebrate... Yes another person who has the opportunity to make new decisions and to grow their business and to learn new things and to upskill and to challenge themselves and to grow. And every single time our sales team sit down together and, you know, we call ourselves the life changers and we, we celebrate every so single good. woman who, and every touch point along that process where, you know, we have a pre-qualification call and we have a, a final call and then we have a couple of other bits in the pre-stages. And every single woman gets celebrated for helping that woman make that decision to choose mm. us. And that's a decision. We're not trying to sell you. It gets to be a decision. But I think that it really comes down to, like for me, changing that language made it so much more comfortable for me. And it makes it more comfortable for my team as well. Yeah. And can I just give a big truth bomb here that, yeah, I think this will change the game. If, if people listening really get this, if you have resistance towards selling, I want you to look at what your relationship is to being sold to. Mm. Let me really explain this because there's a direct connection there. If you're watching another woman on social media in a launch period or selling her offerings or being really confident in what she's doing and in your head, you're like, fucking here she goes again. Oh my God, she's been talking about this forever. Oh God, she's making more money. When you go to sell something yourself, unconsciously, all that resistance is in the back of your mind. That's why you can't show up to sell in your power. That's why you have judgmental thoughts against yourself. That's why you start thinking, oh my God, I've been talking about this for too much. Everyone's going to be sick of me because you literally have this filter or these thoughts running through your mind when you're looking to another woman. So unconsciously, you're like, okay, well, everyone's going to be thinking that about me. So I can't shine. I can't take up space. I can't be in my selling power because I'm going to turn into one of those people who's really up themselves and blah, blah, blah. So like fucking clean it up clean it up. Like look at your relationship. Like something I I gave to a lot of my clients, some homework I gave them. I was like, I want you to froth on being sold to. I want you to look on social media, every woman launching and fucking clap them and be like, Mm -hmm. yes, get after it. Clap their success and go in. And literally I make it my mission to go into, like if I see someone in my community selling, I will literally post or like comment or go into the DMs and be like, get after it, sister. Like fuck your launch week, go for it. You know, because if I can't be in like a genuine celebration of that, Mm. that's going to cock block my own selling. That's going to get in the way of me being in my full power in my business is if I'm still judging another woman in her full power in her business. Yes. Oh, mic drop moment. Totally. And I think the part that I love that you just said the most then was just that like watching that narrative in your head. And I think that actually, Trace, probably the moment that I knew that you were my people was at the event that you spoke at. What was that one the, with the big, you were on stage with hides and secrets, um, secrets, secrets in the garden. Yeah, yeah. Secrets in the garden. And uh, flashback. <laughs> I was Flash like just past. getting started in the, in business. Then I thought you were such a big timer. <laughs> like, oh, mate, I was like, I feel like I was 15 when I did that. It feels that long ago. <laughs> I wasn't, but I was, you, yeah, I like you, you, you kind of looked 15 now. If I think back at those photos, you look, we both Any photos younger, from right? the start, I was like, was yeah. I 10? Like, yeah. what the fuck? But like, I just love that I, and that that's just me being so, and the same as you when you're just so in your mission. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, give me the mic. I got shit to say. Like, I don't know what I'm bloody doing. Let's just roll my heart here. Yeah. Yeah. But you mentioned that, um, you mentioned that at that event and, and you'd said something along the lines of like, watch the narrative you have about other women because that is the way that you were going to judge yourself. And that was such a mind opening experience. So thank you so much for sharing that with regard to sales because I think that is so powerful for the women who are listening here. If you are judging other women in their sales period, then you're going to make it so much harder for yourself in your own sales period and your own sales uh, process because that's how you're going to be feeling like you're being judged. And also FYI, most of us, heap of us, a lot of us are sitting here celebrating the heck out of you in your sales period, you know? Like Trace yeah. and I are sitting here celebrating you for every single launch process that you go through. I do want to talk about your launch process because you always lose followers in your launch process. Um, yeah. And I'm like, fucking bring it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I, the reason I bring it up is because you talk about it a lot, which leads me perfectly into the next question about being triggered. Um, I do mm. think that there are 
a lot of people who get triggered by, especially business coach content, especially when you're busting through paradigms, especially when you are taking a known concept and you're breaking it apart and you're teaching the new method or the new way of doing things. A lot of people are, you know, sometimes with paradigms like sales, people are like, ew, that's gross. But sometimes with paradigms, we're actually attached to them. We actually love them. Mm, you know? We actually think Little identity, eh? Little identity attachments to them. And yep. so often when you're breaking down these paradigms and you're effectively busting these new truths and bringing these new ideas and concepts to life about the new way of thinking and doing things, you are naturally, you know, and myself included when I do it, you're naturally triggering people. And I think that actually what I want to talk about now is triggers and how good they are for us and how much we need to really lean into them and how much these are actually the doorways to a new truth for us and to a new level of growth for us. I'd love your take on triggers, yes. what they mean to you and your audience. Yes, 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 yes. And I have just fully accepted that my gift this lifetime is moving energy and activating people. And with that, feathers will be ruffled. <laughs> and like... <laughs> That's me doing my job. That's me doing my job, you know, and same as you. It's like you're a fucking truth bomb speaker. That's our greatest gift, right? But I want to talk about triggers in a completely different way here because if we can just take the word trigger and shift the language here to it being, it's not just a trigger, it's an activation. Mm. And a trigger isn't something that happens in your mind. You're going to get a bit cosmic for a second. Stuff. A trigger is something in your nervous system, right? It's what we call a trauma response where, and this will all loop in. Let me explain this. It'll, it could blow, it <laughs> could blow your mind. In, We're going to go on a fucking, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Buckle up. We're about to go somewhere. We're about to go to the mind. moon. Yeah. <laughs> so a trigger is when I call it like there's been a previous like a kink in your nervous system or a little jolt in your nervous system where you've held onto an emotion or energy or, or there's something stored in your nervous system. So let's use the example. We see another woman in her power and we go, oh, I don't like that because a trigger response or a trauma response in your body is like your body's way of beautifully being like, okay, A, there's a threat. So I need to protect my safety and my survival. That's literally a response that everyone's body has. However, what we need to do in these moments is just kind of recognize our body's response to the trigger. Again, we can't heal this process just fucking journaling. We need to go, okay, what's happening in my body? Why am I feeling unsafe? Or why is there an activation going on here? So think about when, yeah, if you see someone, if you see a woman in her power in business and you get a little trigger, you're like, oh, I don't really like that. There's like the trigger responses or the trauma responses. There's a few here. There's what we call like a fight response. There's a flight response and there's a freeze response. Okay. And this will blow your mind when you link this to marketing and how you show up on social media or you don't show up. I know we'll talk about it in a second. So the fight response is when our ego goes like, you know, and this will be in our own head. When we see a woman in a power and we're like, oh, fuck you, Steph. Like you're just making more money and like, God, just because you're so good at it. And we literally create this war in our own head. And we're like, the fight response, fuck you. I don't even care about you, whatever, unfollow. Okay. That's because our body's gone, error, error. It's not safe here. This woman is a threat. This woman's going to take all my clients. This woman's too powerful. So I'm going to get left behind. And it's, it's too much for me to feel it in my body or it's, it's too uncomfortable. I'm just going to like F you. I'm out of here. The flight response. And this happens so much in launches. This is the pattern I see for a lot of people in launches. Flight means like we get the fuck out. Right. So it's like, we launch something awesome. We're feeling in our power. Wow. We're so proud of our creation. This is amazing. And then we go, Oh my God. No one signed up in the first minute. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. I'm going to go hide under my pillow. Never show my face on social media ever again. And now we feel the threat. We feel like, Oh my God. I'm too vulnerable. I've put myself out there too much. I'm taking up too much space. This feels too much in my body. I'm out of here. Right. And that's why halfway through a launch, that's a self sabotage. We're like, yes. it's not going the way we think it should go, or we need it to go for us to feel validated and feel like our work is enough. So we're like, too much. I'm out of here. Never to be seen ever again. Mm. Right. And that's a big pattern for a lot of people. Yeah. Mid launch thing for sure. Mid launch. And then the, yeah. And then the freeze response is like, when you, you know, you might be feeling in your power again, let's use the launch example. You're heading into a launch and then like maybe someone asks you a question or, or something happens like that. If you're on a live and someone asks you a question or whatever, and you just like freak out and you literally just freeze mid launch, you freeze or you're like, 
uh, 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 I don't know how to do this. And it's like your, your nervous system and your body shuts down, right? And again, we can see that play out. And that's what so many people are so scared of. What if I don't know the answer? What if someone asks for a refund? What if this happens? What if this happens? And we just freeze. And it, it's like we have decision fatigue before we've even, like we can, we justify our way out of doing something before something even happens, mm-hmm. you know? So if we can look at how all of those like little responses show up and again, we'll go back to when we're triggered, when there's an activation, if you can take five minutes to feel in your body, like you need to do the somatics here, feel in your body. Okay. What feeling is coming up for me when I see a woman in her power or when, you know, if I've launched something and I'm hearing crickets, okay, let me sit with this for a second. Where am I feeling this? You know what? I'm feeling this in my belly and it feels like rejection or I'm, I'm feeling this like, oh my God, this woman's too powerful. And like, I I wish I was as good as her and she's going to take all my clients. And then you go into that lack. And like, if you can understand where that little programming and where that little pattern, like, where did you learn that? Majority of us, it's in high school. Majority of us, it's like, we weren't the popular girls in high school or like, we were too sensitive or we were too fiery or we were like, I was a tomboy in high school. Like, whatever, but we've created a story and those stories are literally playing out in our business. They're playing out with how we show up and how we don't show up. They're playing up with how we take action, but most importantly, how we don't take action because Mm -hmm. we're feeling like can't be too vulnerable, can't be my true self because in high school when I was my true self, it got shut down. It wasn't praised. I wasn't smart enough. One of the popular girls laughed at me. I got bullied. Like This is literally the nervous system holding onto something here. And this is the patterning that until we look at it, understand it, it's still going to play out when we're launching, still going to play out when we're selling, still going to play out when we're trying to go to a new level in business because there's a kink that goes, we're not safe here. Like Mm. abandoned ship, abort, abort, you know? So that that went somewhere I didn't think it was going to go. I I, I thought where that went. Yeah, like who talks about that? Who talks about, like it's like, cool, trigger, get over it. Like it's, of course, it's an invitation you know, or usually a mirror, like people mirror stuff in you to move it in you. Like Mm. they're going to mirror your power to either like fucking move you into it. Or if you have the flight response, you'll be like, "Uh, too much, don't want to see it, out of here. Unfollow, fuck you, block, you know, versus can I breathe into this feeling? You know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling activated. I'm feeling like there's something here that I'm not feeling safe with, or I'm not feeling seen, or like I'm feeling like this woman is a threat to me. So like, let me just sit with that discomfort for one second because I could unravel something that will just change my fucking life. If I just give myself time to breathe into it and feel it versus F you, I'm out of here. Yeah. And I think that those, I mean, those times, like these triggers or activations, I love that, are our biggest opportunities for learning. Yes. For learning us, for learning how we can shift that next level of growth. And I think oftentimes people think that you know, ascending to the next level of growth or the next level of success or the next level of peace or mindfulness or whatever it is that you are aiming to achieve, it happens at once. It, it's a big, fat realization. <laughs> and it's just so far from that. The sea is part and the cloud fucking shines down. Oh, angels are singing. <laughs> it just all of a sudden you are enlightened and you are you understand <sighs> success. And I feel like, and I'm going to loop this back into where this podcast was originally supposed to go and it has been nowhere near so far. I love this for us. Yeah. Classic us. Standard us. Is that you know as a business coach people come to you and they I think and you will have you'll have this all the time where they think that you are going to give them this one game changing pill that is just going to blow their world up and blow their mind up and actually guys if you're listening to this podcast it is these little one percenters that Trace has been sharing today, these little, you know, changing the language from trigger to activation, checking in with yourself when you're feeling that way, where is it coming from? Where is it? When did it actually stem from? Choosing a different thought path or a different belief system or, you know, awareness just simply precedes change. Once you become aware of it, you can start to change it. You can start to go, okay, I get to choose a different option as opposed to just being like, Ugh! and not liking it, freezing, yeah. flighting, you know, fighting, and then moving on and not consistently having that trigger over and over again. Those triggers are keeping you stuck. And so mm. it is so important to start to, like, this is where the work is done. And I think that so often when people are hiring business coaches, they're thinking that we're going to give them this one tactic 
that's going to make them a million dollars or, you know, give them spiritual enlightenment or have a sold out launch or whatever it is. When actually like there's so many, it's the little one percenters along the way that actually add up to that huge change over a five-year period. And where I wanted to start with with this is, Trace, I love your founder's story because there was so much non-momentum at the start of your story. And um, no, that's a really nice way to put it. <laughs> she was a broke bitch, in other words. <laughs> you just, I remember, I, like, I've been so inspired, you know, back in the day, I was, I'm still so inspired by your story because of the way that you showed up when no one was there, of the way that you showed up when the chairs were empty, of the way that you showed up uh, and recorded videos when your mum would watch them and she'd be the only person. Still does, number one fan. <laughs> consistently. And I think, I don't know the story and I'd love for you to share it, but I think you did that for, mm. you know, potentially years before it really yeah. actually took off. Yes, yes. Oh, I mean, I could talk about, yeah. This is something where I, sometimes when a client would come to me and it would be the exact same with you, Stephanie, like, you know, I've been posting for two weeks and, you know, I just don't know where my six figures are. And you're like, <laughs> or even just like, I'm sorry, what? I haven't <laughs> bought anything yet. And I'm like, you, you've done oh. seven posts. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was that easy, guys, everyone would yes. do it. Yes. If it was that easy, everyone yeah. would do it. We're not laughing at you. We get it. But like, oh yeah, 100% we get it. It's not that easy, you know? Yes. But like, yeah. So, so talk and, about your startup story. Cause yeah. And it, and, it, yeah. And it takes time to ground into your gifts, right? Like it takes time. And I think we're so sold on social media. Like you said, that's the secret pill that it's an overnight thing. And it's actually all this, this like compound interest that goes on in the background. So where do I want to start with this? I guess for me, like I was just at the start. What were you, yeah, you, know what? What were you teaching at the start? Like what were you doing when you started your business? Working as a fucking PT in a gym. And then, you know, that led to becoming a Kundalini yoga teacher, which then led to being a life coach and then getting into speaking and stuff. But I want to say something here. For the first three and a half years of my business, I'm coming into almost seven years of business. Three and a half to four years of business, I worked a part-time job. Mm. People have so much fucking judgment on themselves for like, oh my God, I got to get a part-time job. That means I'm failed. No, it fucking doesn't. A part-time job is actually fueling your vision. And Mm. if you just let the universe support you in that way, rather than have shame around it, rather than make a story that it means you're failing. It's like, no, no, no. Let that amplify your creativity. Let that amplify your vision, you know? Um, so I just wanted to note that first. But yeah, my my first ever coaching thingy was literally four people on my lounge room floor. That was it. That was, that was like the first ever quote-unquote sister circle I taught. And when I first graduated as a life coach, so this is this is coming up six years now, Sister circles weren't even a fucking thing. No one was talking about it. That wasn't the language. Like we see them all the time now. But I just had this thing of like, I need to bring women together. Like, fuck, I don't know how this is going to look. And when I lived in Vic Park in Perth at the time, there was like a little yoga studio. I went and hired that out for like every Friday night for maybe like six weeks or something like that. The first time two people came, one was my best friend and... I kind of remember the other person that came. Two people came. I didn't even make the the hiring fee back any of the six weeks, I don't think. But it was like, for me, it was like, I just need to be okay with sucking for a little while. I need to be okay. If I'm truly committed to this long-term vision, then I have to fucking show up to these two people as if it's 200 people. I need to bring the fucking energy. I need to serve who's right in front of me rather than always scattering around like, where's more people and only two people signed up and all this. Like rather than draining your energy there, show the fuck up for the people with their hand up right in front of you. And that has always been my fucking mission from the start. And I still teach that exact same thing to anyone that comes into my field because that like only one bullshit is probably the thing that's blocking you from attracting more because you're not actually really understanding the power of that. Like if your mentor, Steph, the, the mentor that you have now literally was like, oh, it's only Steph. I'm not going to worry about it. Like, fuck, mm. I've only got one person. This podcast would not be here. The thousands of women you're helping would not be here. Everyone in your beautiful masterminds would not be here. Like I think about that. When my ego does that, when it's like, it's not this many people, it's only whatever. I literally think about my mentor that I found seven years ago, eight years ago when I started my awakening journey and I literally walked into his office crying, lost, disconnected, didn't know who the fuck I was, had this big like energy in my heart of like, I just, I want to fucking help and I don't know what to do or where to start or who I am. Life's going through the fucking washing machine. And I think back to if he had a turn around and said, oh fuck, it's only Trace. Can't be bothered. It's only one person. Like I owe my life to him, man, you know? 
So I think that I just want that perspective shift to really land for people because if you can't show up for the one person in front of you, you won't show up for the hundred. You won't show up for the ten. You know, yeah. it's the exact same thing as money. If you can't be super grateful for that first hundred that you make in business, you won't be grateful for hundred k. You carry the same shit. Yeah. I had the same conversation with another business coach friend of ours, Ellie, on the podcast, and we were talking about how when you zoom out all the way now, your first like hundred dollar sale was so much more exciting than your first. Yeah. I thought I was like abundant AF. Like my first program, I literally reflect on this before we got on the call. My first, like I I reckon it was a six week. This is the one that I taught in my, literally on my living room floor with, you know, this this shittest little word document, like so gross and like little fucking bliss balls and stuff. (laughs) Like so cool at the time. I reckon I charged $160 for that whole six week program, you know, and now some of my programs start like 10K. But like back mm-hmm. then, I was like four people joined. I was like, I'm abundant. I have, I have made it. I have hit the jackpot. Like <laughs> this is my falling, you know. And I ge- like I generally showed up with that feeling of abundance. Like, and you'll have the same. It's like, of course, there's moments where you're like, cool, would be nice to be making some more right now. But like, I genuinely was so jacked on the fact that one person was showing up for me, and I got to do what I came here to do. I got to be in my passion. I got to be in my light work. I got to fucking help a human being. Like, are you kidding? What a fucking privilege. What a privilege mm. to help the people right in front of you that you have gifts that can help them. And, you know, I think sometimes we forget to really receive that. Mm. You know, we're, we're too busy scattering around looking at how everyone else is doing, the number of followers, the number of dollar bills, everything that we're like dishonoring the level that we're at. And we're, we're disrespecting our own gifts because it looks different to how someone else is doing it. Yeah. And you're also comparing, honestly, more often than not, you're comparing your year one to Trace's year seven to my year six. Seriously. Like, yeah. So it, take, it just takes time. But also, I, I love what you said there. It's, it's just a reframe, guys. Like, And you know, one of my mentors at the moment has been talking to me a lot about this, but you know, we're all, especially in that startup phase, it's so me-centric. It's so, yeah. you're so, and Trace, you were the first person that taught me this and I teach this on a daily basis. It's not about you. And that was one of my first ever Trace truth bombs that, that came through from you. You were like, I'm, you just went on this savage rant on your Instagram <laughs> story. Sounds, sounds like me. <laughs> sounds like you. Not much has changed. And you were basically just like, if you are worried about your followers and if you are worried about the dollar bills in your bank account, if you are worried about what they're thinking about you and how you're like, you know, is my hair okay? And is my lipstick on right? And yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then yeah. you're making it about you instead of sharing the messages on your heart to actually be of assistance and of help to others. And I truly yeah. believe that the reason that you are where you are today, the reason that people like Ellie are where she is today, people, the reason that I am where I am today is because we genuinely care and we put the message on our heart before we put our ego ahead of that, our, our self-talk, our limiting self-beliefs. Yep. And we all still have them and you know, you still have them too. They come up, of course. Like we have them come up all the damn time. Yeah, and yeah. It is so important to just reframe that to be about them. Yeah. And if you're in business, like if you, if you want to go all the way, you have to get out of the way. And if you want to go all the way in your business and your vision, what you want to create, you have to be okay with your ego getting bruised along the way. Mm. Like if you're not willing to hand over your self judgment, if you're not willing to not give a fuck about what you look like on a certain day and like show up and like let people feel your energy and let people feel your excitement for what you do and let people like be moved by your own fucking mission man like the shiny stuff is just addition to that like if you can be so at the heart of what you do and let that come through like the other stuff it's just bonus it's just bonus on top but if you're not willing to like literally have your ego get a bit fucked up along the way this again this is not this is not the place for you Mm, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be real hard I have goosebumps and it is because I think you know I see a lot of people in my mastermind and things like that be like oh my god you know but I got trolled or I had people you know say mean things and I'm like I'm sorry like I'm sorry that happened it sucks but like that's gonna keep happening and you gotta be ready for that because people are gonna say shit People are going to talk shit. People are going to try and bring you down for all the reasons we spoke about, about the triggers earlier and about the activations earlier. It is so important that like you understand that like, that stuff is 100% going to happen to you. Like you can't yep. avoid it. It's coming. Yeah. And this is, this is a great little nugget that to drop in here because I see this all the time. Like we all want the fame. We want the fame, right? And by fame, I mean the success, the abundance, the, the huge community, the impact, like all of us want the fame, but there's two ways to energetically show up in your business. You're 
desiring the fame, of course, but actually how you're showing up is to avoid the pain. So you're like, I want the abundance. I, I want the clients, but actually how you're energetically showing up is the pain of, but I'm scared someone won't like me or I'm scared I'll ruffle feathers. Or I'm scared I'll be judged. I'm scared I'll be trolled. So I'm actually going to show up by dancing around, avoiding, making sure everyone likes me. And in that, you don't say your truth. In that, you don't let people see your authenticity. In that, you're literally curating your words and curating your energy. And it's not actually going to hit the hearts of people you're here to serve. Because again, you're telling yourself you want this, but actually how you're showing up is like you've got a shackle on your foot. And that's why nothing's moving forward in your business, right? Like you want the fame, but you're down here. But I want everyone to like me and I don't want people to think I'm salesy. And what if people only think that I am in it for the money? And that's why you're not showing up in your selling power. That's why you're not in your authentic truth. That's why you're Mm. still trying to do it how everyone else is doing it. And like, sometimes I say this all the time. It's like, you might not need more strategy. You probably need more fucking self-trust. And so much of what we've discussed today has actually been self-trust. That ability to know that you can work through those activations is just self-trust. The, you know, when you, when you're getting triggered and you're like, oh my God, I have to sit with that feeling. That's a self-trust process. And I think that, you know, the sales process, that's a self-trust process. The trusting that your vision will come to life and it doesn't matter what time frame that comes on like that that is a self-trust process i i trust myself that i can put the work i trust myself that i can handle the criticism that will come my way if i get trolled on social media while i'm trying to share this message to my heart and also as a last point reminder guys it's why it's so important to be so damn passionate and lit up by what you do like you can hear in tracy's voice that she is so lit up she's so deeply connected to her mission on this earth at this time. And that's what makes you push through the pain. Because if you're not passionate about it, if you're not lit up by it, if you're not deeply at a deep, deep, deep part in your heart, connected to what you are trying to do and trying to grow a business in, then you won't step into the pain and you'll be constantly avoiding it and your business will never grow where you want it to go. Yeah, and I feel like this whole interview stuff when we get on our little rants, like we're leaning more and more into the mic. We're like, yeah. listen, sorry, <laughs> it's like it's, jumping. It's like jumping yeah. out of us. Hey, like, sorry guys, how? <laughs> There's gonna be the the ins and outs like, as I move closer and further back from the mic. Podcast editor is gonna be so bad that I'm just like moving my head around so much. <laughs> yeah, Trace, but yeah, so good. As so a good. as a wrap up for this, um, I want to touch on the fact that I've had only four guests on these podcasts so far and all of them have been business coaches so far. So just a reminder, guys, that there is no such thing as competition. And actually, all four business coaches are in Perth, (laughs) which is even more wild um, and so amazing because it's just that, you know, if you listen to any of our podcast episodes, other ones, you know, Brianna, Ellie and myself and Trace, we all do something that is so uniquely different. We might teach the same topics. We might cover off the same information, but because of the way that we share it, because of the way that we share our light work and our passions and our belief systems, it is shared in such a different way. And Trace and I are constantly messaging each other being like, just recommended you another legend Yes, um, all the time. Because And do you know what I love about that, Steph? Sorry to, sorry to jump in there, but what I love about that is that We've been doing that for years without actually telling each other we've been doing it mm-hmm. until like last year. And I was like, hey, I'm just like, you know, I sent this person. And you're like, cool. I also said this and I like recommend your podcast. And I'm like, huh? But like, we've been doing it for years without telling each other we've been doing it. Yeah. But I love that about us. And yeah. that's just to like echo something you said there. There is no such thing as too many business coaches, too many healers, too many yogis, too many anything. Like we are so fucking outnumbered. Like... <laughs> like, like there are more people in need of our light work than there are people actually doing the light work, mm. you know, like, mm. like be in that expansive abundance. There are more people in need of what we do than there are people actually doing it and showing up and, and committing to it. Cause there's like talking the talk and then there's walking the walk, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's, it's so important. This is this whole self-trust is everything we've talked about owning your own unique gifts. Like, everyone's flavor is welcome at the table. Everyone's Mm -hmm. flavor, everyone's essence is so needed as like this powerful piece of the puzzle that moves us all forward, you know? And that's what it's so important to find a coach that you have resonance with. And like, you don't need a coach because you need fixing and something's wrong with you and you're shit. It's like, come from the energy of like, I want to be in that person's field. 
I'm inspired by how they show up. I'm inspired by their energy. I'm inspired by the way they're embodied and integrated what they do. And I want to fucking be in the room with them. Mm. Not because you need fixing, not because something's wrong with you, not because anything like that. It's like, get in the field of people that you have resonance with that are going to draw your power out more. And we each have different things. So like for you, you're a fucking guru at strategy and all of that and the startup business. That's not my gift. Mm. My gift is the energetics. My gift is the 5D shit and integrating that. Like, And thank God there is us doing different work because yeah. like, again, in different seasons of your business and your life, you will require different energy to be drawn out of you and different skills and different gifts. So it's like this beautiful tag team of like, hey, this person needs you. Cool. Help them with that. Like turn the clogs, send them back to me. Like we're good, mm-hmm. we're good. And like our mindset is like, there's plenty for there's all. Plenty. And like, as long as we're both doing our thing, like, thank God, thank God we're both serving yeah. in our own I, way, you know? I am so grateful to witness you serve. I'm so grateful to be in your world and in your orbit. And Trace, I want to open up, get you to tell everybody where they can find you. So if you've been attracted to tra- attracted, that's a weird word. <laughs> hey. <laughs> if Tracy has activated you today to maybe move some energy and you want to find out a little bit more about her, Trace, where can they find you? I mean, Instagram is where I'm known to, you know, give a bit of fire on my Insta stories. So you can come hang out there. My podcast, Live Your Light Work, season two dropping soon. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, yes. really excited for that. 10 minute truth bombs in your ears. Um, yeah, just, just come get in my field, come get around it. Let me know what you do. That's right. Yeah. Drop in and tell Trace what your biggest takeaway was today. Uh, Trace is mm. known for her epic truth bombs and really memorable upgrade your undies kind of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> quotes that she creates. So you'll, if you, if you know Trace, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you should definitely go and find out. And you uh, should Trace- definitely go and purchase Trace's book, Rock Your Light. Oh, yes i love it i love it so i much. forget I've, i'm like i forget, too. Plug. I forget that my, i have a book yeah it's I'm actually like, literally on my bookshelf behind me trace thank you so much for hanging out with me today it was such an epic episode guys go check tracy out on instagram at is it tracy underscore spencer or tracy spencer underscore tracy double underscore spencer thank you sneaky <laughs> thanks for tuning in and love you trace love you mate thank you Thanks for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights you need to make your business go boom. And as part of my commitment to that mission, I have created a mini course called the Boom Your Biz mini course, and I want to offer it to you completely for free. So in this three-part mini course, you're going to learn how to identify and attract the perfect clients that you actually love to work with. You'll learn an easy and effective way to build your core offer and increase the amount of people that actually take you up on that offer and how to generate endless high quality leads absolutely free. Included in this free mini course is exclusive training. I give you templates and processes that you can follow and implement in your business right now to start seeing results straight away. The value of this mini course, guys, is 497, but I'm giving it to you completely for free. So if you're ready to level up and take action, use the link in my show notes to download this mini course. I'll see you next episode.